Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back. Donna, Steve, my talk. You know that deal. Donna Valentine's out today. We've got Holly Roberts in for her. We've got Mikey Z, the big Zamboni, cleaning stuff up for us on the other side of the glass, which is Vundabar. We were talking about names before uh, the break. We all learned that Emily Ratajkowski, her name is actually pronounced Ratajkowski. Wait, Ratu. We need Mike. Ratajkowska. Ratajkowska. Um, so you just have to allow that to permeate your being and move on with that information however you see fit. You did kind of confirm, and then you disconfirmed what would happen in the world of Travis Kelsey, Kansas City Chiefs yes. tight end. They just won the Super Bowl. He's just been announced as a host on Saturday Night Live, first weekend in March. What did we learn about the, the, I guess, appropriate pronunciation of his Seemingly simple last name. Yeah, he joined a podcast last year, a couple of years ago, I guess now, 2021, and somebody said, uh, you know, this is Travis Kelsey. By the way, is that that's how you pronounce it, right? And he's like, no, everyone's been pronouncing my name so wrong all the time. It's Kels, but I just live with it at this point. To that point, later on in the day, his brother Jason said, he's an idiot, it's Kelsey. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so he was just seeing who would take the bait mm. and start. He wanted to see if it would make it all the way up the pull to Jim Nance on a Saturday or Sunday yeah. afternoon saying, and it's another catch by Travis Kels. Never happened. No. Mm-hmm. Thank God for brothers who call you on your crap. <laughs> I saw a list this morning. Let's make a list of 10 times that actors declined or got rejected for just kind of bizarre reasons, shady reasons, petty reasons. Shall I go through this list? Please. Wonderful. Lists are fun. I like lists. Let's make a list. Michelle Pfeiffer was up for the role of Vicki Vale in 1989's Batman. But Michael Keaton was her ex-boyfriend. And he didn't want her in the part because he was trying to get back with his ex-wife at the time. She did end up playing Catwoman in the sequel, Batman Returns, which notably Michael Keaton was no longer a part of. No, he wasn't George, it. No, was he Batman Returns? Yeah, really? First two. Because in Batman Returns, Catwoman was supposed to be Annette Benning, And then Annette Benning got pregnant, and she had oh, to drop right. out. And then they cast Michelle Pfeiffer. And then Vicki Vale in the first Batman mm-hmm. was cast as Sean Young. And Not- she was actually filming Batman, and then she fell off a horse, I think. And was injured, and then she was replaced. Me have problem now, but me know Holly will save it now. <laughs> All right, um, let's try it. 
She'll solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I had Batman Returns mm-hmm. as George Clooney, and then I had Batman Forever as Val Kilmer. Okay. Let's get our Batman timelines here. Please. So Batman, Batman Returns, that's Michael Keaton. Yes. Batman Forever is Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer. you are correct. And Batman and Robin is George Clooney in the bat suit with the, the nipples. nipples. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> it just should have been Batman, the nipple edition. Mm-hmm. That, that's how we all remember yeah. it. Okay, good. There she is, the encyclopedia, Holly Roberts. How about this? Let's stay in the Batman universe. Yeah. Robin Williams was offered the part of the Joker in Batman. But when he got back to them, apparently, they said that they'd already given the part to Jack Nicholson. And apparently... Robin, Robin Williams, was just the bait to get Jack, quote, off the pot to finally commit. So I think it maybe went, we're offering it to Jack Nicholson. Nicholson's dragging his feet. Hey, Robin Williams, do you want to play the Joker? And he probably could have played it very well. Right. And then Jack Nicholson hears Robin Williams is going out for it. It's like, no, no. All right, fine. I'll do it. Yeah. More Batman. Then Robin Williams was supposed to play the Riddler. Really? In Batman Forever. Totally could have played that. Jim Carrey played the role instead. Now, I imagine that Robin Williams didn't want to shave his body hair again like he did for 1991 cinematic classic Hook. Because hmm. if you watch that movie... He's got no hair on his body, like yeah. chest and stuff? Wow, and he's a hairy individual. <laughs> Look at I the mean, pain. My man was born... His skin type is merino wool. <laughs> Just covered. <laughs> I mean, wow. Um, yeah. All right, now I'm gonna. We did a double Batman. Here mm-hmm. comes a double Beyonce. Beyonce wanted to be the voice of Princess Tiana in The Princess and the Frog. Why didn't she get it? She refused to audition. Is the story? Mm-hmm. She thought they should just give it to her, and instead they gave it to somebody else. After that, somebody else auditioned. Anika Noni Rose, very talented. Great, great mm-hmm. in that role. Very. Beyonce also turned down the part of Plumet, the feather duster, in the 2017 Beauty and the Beast remake because she thought that role was too small. Oh. I'll say a controversial thing here as well. Please. I liked the Beauty and the Beast remake. I thought it was really good. And I thought another really good one was the Alice in Wonderland remake. Just the first one or did you like the second one too? Just the first one, okay. I think. What was that, Emily? What? Was that Emily Rats? Who was in Alice in Wonderland, the remake? That was uh, Mia... Wa- wa- yeah, try to say you, that yeah, one. Mia Wachowska. Thank you. Or something like that. You nailed it. Richard Gere was supposed to be in the 1974 movie, The Lords of Flatbush. Everybody remembers that. But during a lunch break... He spilled mustard and chicken grease on Sylvester Stallone. They get into a physical fight. Stallone once said, quote, the director had to make a choice. One of us had to go. One of us had to stay. Richard was given his walking papers and to this day seriously dislikes me. That's from Mm -hmm. the mouth of Sylvester Stallone. Meryl Streep, that hack, I think we'd all agree, very (laughs) bad at acting. Untalented. She auditioned for the 1976 King Kong remake. The producer, who was Italian, told someone else she was too ugly for the part. He said it in Italian, thinking Meryl wouldn't understand, but she did. Oh, because she's smart and talented and beautiful.
she kind of told him off too, and Good. then Jessica Lang ended up with the part. But well, you know what? Man. That movie was a stinker, so Meryl Streep dodged that bullet. I do wish I knew other languages, only for situations when I'm in a room where people don't think I know the language, and then I just want to know what they're talking about. Sue me. It's happened to you often. <laughs> it is. You know, um, I have I have gotten um, I have gotten manicures. I like a manicure. I don't like a pedicure. But very often there's a whole conversation that is happening, and I just wish I had stuck to Babel or Rosetta Stone, and I just thought, wouldn't it be so fun if I'm sitting there, just some dumb guy, and then I am suddenly fluent in their language. Not that I think they're saying something about me. I just It's just interesting when you're in a room and then you can't understand anything. Mm-hmm. What if you could, and then you jumped in and were like, boom, and they were like, <laughs> what, that dummy? And speak a different language. That's cool. It is kind of peaceful sometimes when you're just chilling there and you're like, you know what? I don't have to engage. It's okay. I yeah. can't speak Dutch, but they're probably, they might be like making a, yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I can't understand it. So I'm just going to sit it's back, fine. close my eyes. No worries. Baby talk. Russell Quo declined to play Wolverine in the X-Men franchise because he didn't want to be overly associated with wolves. Since his character in Gladiator was. Apparently, he didn't realize that a wolverine isn't a wolf. It's more closely related to weasels, badgers, otters, and ferrets. Oh, honey. <laughs> Is what I just read real? <laughs> okay. Oh, I feel bad for him. I mean, Because that could have been a, a very lucrative role for him. He didn't want to be overly associated with wolves since his character in Gladiator was. I have not watched the that Gladiator movie from 2000 since it was out in the year 2000. I watched so, it a couple of years ago and I don't remember the you don't, wolf You thing. don't remember it? I love that movie. Is, Mike, he, is he a wolf, Mike? Yeah, well, he's when he was a kid. Or when he had that little wolf with him and then when he went into battle, there was that wolf next to the horse, I think. And oh, before I've, they, I believe, yeah. It's amazing how two people can watch the same thing and <laughs> yes. experience different a totally different movie. And then movie. he had a wolf on his chest, too, in because that that's his like symbol. Nice, man. Where were yeah. you, Steve? What were you watching? American Gladiator? I, that's it. That's what I was watching. just like, you did a great job as laser. Laser. Storm. <laughs> Nitro. Uh, yeah. Well, what a sweet, sweet show that was. Uh, Where can you watch old repeats? of? I don't want to watch the reboot. There is an entire American Gladiator channel on Pluto. Really? Yep. Bleep, brah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, now we definitely got to go. I don't even have time to get through the rest of this list, but I think we got to the ones we were supposed to get to. Yeah. Um, all right, got a little something for you. Wake your brain up. It's Friday. We all were already coasting into the weekend. But think this. 15% of adults have never used this to get somewhere. You know what it is? You know what it is. But a really stunning list after that. We'll walk through it all. That when we come back on Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends. What's up? You're listening to a radio show right now. You're listening anywhere on the planet. It's called the Don and Steve Experience, My Talk 1071. We are on terrestrial radio, which is very provocative. We are on podcasts as well. You can download our show as a podcast. You can download the My Talk 1071 app, and then you get everybody's shows at your disposal. Or you can just get a visitor pass and come hang in the lobby, maybe, or something. Don't do that, probably, no. is what our security would say. Yeah. Uh, it's Donna, Steve. Donna is Holly Roberts today because Donna is out. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to get into specifics, but I can let you know that it is, in fact, a company-mandated suspension for mm-hmm. ongoing verbally abusive behavior. Wait, I thought we weren't going to talk about that Toward on me, air. largely toward me, but mostly toward Brian, the soup guy, 
during our soup segment. Anyway, she'll return soon. In the meantime, want to get nerdy? Yep, yes. Yeah, do it. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. I'm going to say this as an aside. I have been many times informally diagnosed, usually from listeners, and usually not as a joke. As having ADHD, um, just so you guys know, first of all, I, I hear you, I see you, and uh, and I thank you for listening so in such a concerned manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I'm just gonna save myself the money. I probably got it, all right. And I've just figured I've I've been able to scrape out enough of a career now. I will go to the doctor someday. But they say that if you get on the ADHD stuff, you know, they have some um, stuff that can help to control that. Medications. You can, yes, medications. That you can take said medication, get more focus. But some people, some of my friends have said the exchange could be a little bit uh, lower of a, your dynamic range in your personality can be a bit softened. A little muted. A little muted. Mm -hmm. Your productivity can bleeping skyrocket. I mean, that's also what I've heard. All right. So you just want to keep the course. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Can I just get something that I could take on a day when I'm like, okay, I just need to get through a bunch of stuff. I don't know how stuff works. We are not here to give you medications or to diagnose you at all. <laughs> Sounds like I'm hitting you up for some uh, some like pills right now. Yeah, like I'm wearing a trench coat. I'm going to open it. Like, oh, <laughs> what do you need? A little bit of this? No. A little bit of that. Anyway, no. thank you to the uh, listener who called. They thought it was because of my caffeine intake. We were talking about how a second cup of caffeine can kill you earlier. Good morning. Yeah, because you drank an energy drink, in the, and then two hours later, you had a large coffee with two espresso shots in it. And it was still sleepy after. Oh. And the listener said, all right, well, heck, now I'm just going to read it to you, okay? Yeah, please. Good morning, Steve. Listening to you talk about the coffee study and how caffeine doesn't seem to affect you as much. And it sounds like more confirmation, more like I've been listening. <laughs> we've been reviewing the notes and oh, updating no. your file. We have the receipts. Sounds like more confirmation of an ADHD diagnosis. My husband and teenager both have ADHD and their doctors have mentioned a few times that caffeine, a stimulant, doesn't affect an ADHD brain the same way it does a neurotypical brain. So you may actually be calming yourself down rather than waking yourself up. Have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for entertaining us all week. Mm. Huh. All right, we're through the looking glass here. We sure are. <laughs> so there you go. Anyone, send me any diagnosis. Any anything else that you think I might have, let me know. I need something to worry about. Look at this thing on my back. Yeah, that's right. Is this a mole? Uh, before the break, I said that there are 15% of people who have never... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Used, I'll just tell you, have never used a physical map. Really? Adults. Adults. Actually, 16. Let me up at once. 16% of adults have never used a physical map. And I'll be honest, I, I have at some point because GPS sort of came in when I was around, I don't know, 20, something like that. But if you put, if you said, hey, let's go to our friend's house tonight, they live in a town I've never been to in Minnesota. So like the other day I went to Oak Grove, Minnesota. I had never been there. If you showed me Oak Grove on the map and then just said, just get there. My first instinct when looking at a map is, will I be able to pinch to zoom it because it's not going to, am I going to see every little side street? Like, do you see every in the map? Sycamore lane. Like in Google map, like Google maps. No, like on paper map. Oh yeah. You'd see it all. See it all. But you can't zoom it. It's like, you know, when, when little kids look at a screen and they try and manipulate it with their fingers, but it's like, no guys, it doesn't work like that. Not all the screens are in that way. You know, Donna did that. Uh, at our my talk uh, anniversary party that we had over the summer, really? she, did, she did it with a woman's tattoo on her skin. <laughs> Donna, hey, that's your Donna! daily Donna. Oh, that's a really cool tattoo. No, trying to spread out the person's skin just to make it a little bigger. Oh, it's fine. I don't know. Oh, but that statistic is not surprising. What did you say? 14 to 16 percent of adults yeah, have never six, used a map? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, depending on the age range of adults surveyed, if you're under the age of 30, mm-hmm. you've had access to your Garmin, to your phone, <laughs> to some kind of device that will put a map in front of you without having to bust open the huge State Farm Atlas. So true. 11% of those who were surveyed, maybe that, that age range could be right, 11% have never used a phone book, ever, not even when they were kids. Believe it. You know, they still, uh, like U2 gave us their album on the phone without us asking. Nobody signed up for the phone book. Well, that's true. I'm still bitter about the U2 album. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> that's just like, no, Bono, I'm never going to forgive you. Maybe that's why we feel so upset when you get a phone book still, and it's like, what are we doing with this? Well, the booster. Then, yeah. Booster seat. Then you ask folks, ask people that of that percentage who have never used a phone book, and then you tell them the concept of the phone book, that it has people's names, their address, and their phone number listed in that phone book, and they freak out. They're like, that is a breach of privacy. Yeah. And now you've published it? Yeah. And handed it out for free to who? Everyone? What? Everyone with a door? Oh. Uh, 14% of adults have never used a public pay phone. Mm-hmm. 22% of adults have never played video games at an arcade. Believe that. That was a very specific window in time. It sure was. If you were Gen X or a millennial, you bellied up to the X-Men game and you got all your friends and you just kept on pumping quarters into that thing and you took shifts with each other. You know, I'll make a movie recommendation based on that time in history. Even if you don't watch animated movies a lot, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, so cute. Will really bring back that time in history. Yeah. And it's just, it just reminds you of the arcades and yeah, it's good. Also that, um, oh golly, what was the name of the documentary? 
was years ago, maybe about five to seven years ago. And it was about the guy who was trying to set the Pac-Man record. Oh, well, there was that. There was the King of Kong, I think, was King one. King of Kong. Okay. You know that that Pac-Man record holder guy, the guy who looks like one of Jesus' disciples, you know, like long, straightened brown hair and a well-manicured beard? Yeah. He came on Twin Cities Live. And I think we had him play. Yeah, we brought an arcade of Pac-Man in and had him play it live. And? He's great at it. He's very good. <laughs> He's very good in real life. Uh, maybe anyway. Paul gave him a tip or two. Could, let me rattle off a few more quick ones. Uh, 21% of adults have never typed on a typewriter. Yeah. 9% of adults have never owned a dictionary. Mm-hmm. 15% of adults have never purchased a newspaper. Oh, boy. Uh, 10% of adults have never used a printer at home. Ooh. Huh. Hmm. There's your random grab bag of adult facts. Uh, I believe DJ Rock Lobster is going to clomp his way into the aquarium next It's Friday, which means we probably got a slow jam. That's coming up next. Stay there. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, the experience weekdays, 9 to noon. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Hey, look over there through the aquarium glass, which does need cleaned. I see DJ Rock Lobster. This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocco. What do you want, Rocco? What time is it? It's Rocco Clock. Oh, hey. Wow. Let's do this. Friday's uh, no games, no quizzing, no embarrassment. Well, might be some embarrassment. I found a couple uh, a couple moments uh, in the past week or two that it sounded pretty funny, slowed down. But I think we, in hindsight, looking back on the last couple of weeks of shows, have been uh, pretty focused. Eh? Yes. And have only dealt with matters of high importance from a cultural standpoint. Can I ask Holly something? Sure. Yeah. Do, do you, uh, if I said to you the body part urethra, mm-hmm. is that male, female, or both? Oh, wow. Because it's both. I feel like it's a both or you've got a urethra, sister. Oh, boy. And you better keep good tabs on it. No, don't look for it, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Can't find it that way. Uh, I just had a cousin who had uh, like a big time stone. Listen to me now. Stuck in her urethra. Uh, Shout out to my cousin, Callie, who probably doesn't want me mentioning any of this. But now we know her this way. But uh, they sent a picture. On like the little family text thread of the thing that came out. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. It looked like a little metal rock. Oh. Yeah, mm. those things are ugly. I've had uh, issues with them in the past, and now I drink a lot of water. Right. Stay that is good. Everyone yeah. stay yes. hydrated. Um, anyways, Give quickly, if the kidney yes. stone gets trapped in your urethra, you mm-hmm. can't do the sonic thing. Mm. You can't like get in a tub and have them like, like try to like buzz it away and break it up. The urethra is past the point of no return. My Aunt Lynn might be listening and uh, might be sending me an angry text in a minute for oh, well, you're giving a, a man to give names. Well, the listener just diagnosed me with ADHD. Hurt people, hurt people! <laughs> Go back to what you're asking. About. Uh, well, this is a slow jam where Steve talked about these sorts of things. I'm going to slow things down. That's right, we're going to slow things down. For the lovers out there, this is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. During an interview with British Gukka, or Gukwa, 
Que quoi? Okay. Uh... My mistake. During an interview with British GQ, he said, quote, They had to put a stent in my... Aretha Franklin. <laughs> There we go. Aretha. Aretha. Which there's only one way to access the urethra. Oh. And it is through the... Oh my gosh, I miss you. I feel like I have to like... <laughs> Mike, do you have this when there is something reference of groinal pain <laughs> that you physically have to... Like cover yours. I'm doing that oh, right yeah. now. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and it kind of. I want to cover mine. Naturally, <laughs> just kind of like. You don't have one. We have one. I have an Aretha Franklin. <laughs> We know. all do. But ours are different. I don't think so. I think so. <laughs> They're not. I. <laughs> Pretty sure they are. I mean, they are. I think, in terms of sensitivity, to access them with a small straw, I think that it is a higher sensitivity for men now listen please <laughs> ladies don't light up a gun I'm a man how did I survive so long okay. <laughs> oh yeah that was the Donna and Steve slow jam here you go here's uh, my point yes First of all, just got a text message from Aunt Lynn. Oh, yeah? Yeah, listening in Ohio. Shout oh, out to Youngstown. Okay. Um, My point is, and I'd love it if we could get a doctor on the line. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, now we're going to get somebody who's oh, impersonating no. a doctor on the line. Yeah, it's going to be Stillwater Steve or something yeah. like that. But my point is, I, listen, so much of life is just infinitely more difficult for women than men. Women have been dealt the inconvenient deck of cards. They that's ju it's just like oh what I'm supposed you want me to shave my legs now okay fine and I'm shaving my underarms okay no, you just great. don't do it yeah that's <laughs> the other alternative <laughs> that's right and you don't want to have to it's like Holly nice leggings oh they're they're not leggings yeah they're my they're my Robin Williams leggings <laughs> that's right but I think oh lord I feel like I've done this like five separate times on the show <laughs> and it's generally met with. How would I describe it? A lack of support or agreement. <laughs> I just think that the part of me, Southern-wise, that is different than the part of you, Holly, in this southern, case. Southern, oh, okay. You're talking, I thought, I'm like, what, are you, from what are you from Tennessee? <laughs> like your grandpa? No. My downstairs and your downstairs. Rock goes yeah. downstairs and B. Arthur's downstairs. What are we <laughs> doing? Okay. How do you say? Okay. Men and women. The, the, yes. the, Male, female parts. Thank you. Yes. The, the 
part of ours that is most outward facing. Yes, yours uh, is out. Mine's is, in. Is very highly sensitive to stuff. And so the idea of <laughs> a catheter going in that, honest to goodness, stares me to death. Oh, I just can't imagine what I would do if I was conscious and a doctor said, now we're going to put a catheter in you. I'd say, yeah. you got to get some sort of a ball peen hammer and uh, beat I've, me. I've had the stent uh, once for kidney stones, and I kind of oh. swore to myself, never again. You had it put in you? Yeah. No, no. way to question. Yes. Did they first put a topical yeah, anesthetic I think, on Yeah, I think... Oh I think my. going in, they sort of numb you, but going out, I think they put me under. I mean, I think what you're getting at. So, yeah, but here's the thing, Steve. Yeah. Female pain threshold. Higher. What you're what you're talking about is like Tuesday. <laughs> right. For people with female body parts. I mean, I kind of went down the urethra YouTube rabbit hole yesterday because oh, yeah. I wanted to get yeah. some clips. And eventually I found it was too boring. I mean, I think what you're getting at, Steve, is that women's parts, uh, they're... There's a lot more insertion uh, in life, but the urethra part is the pee part, and there's not a lot of insertion into that. Well, part. the well. urethra part, I feel okay with. It's the, it's the, it's the 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 act of penetrating the front door, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Sure, that really genuinely scares me. Sure, my brother. While I, since I'm in the mode of uh, telling my family members medical secrets. Yeah, but who cares? He once had a catheter. Eighth grade, he was in a hospital for a few weeks. He had his foot run over by a car. There was a hole in his ankle. That's not why you called. He peed his catheter out. Hey. I, you mean the flow, the tide was too like big? I think so. Um, so you're going to those Capri Suns? kind you know. of pain. Makes me just, I can't. Like, I'm legitimately crossing my Oof. legs as we tell this story right now. I am such a baby on this stuff. I mean, I'm just going <sighs> to say, as a person with female parts, yes, queen. if you have not experienced the UTI the... in your life, the urinary tract infection, mm. I'm sure that folks with female parts can hear me out right now mm. and just say, that is a next level pain. Uh... But again... It's just Tuesday. You know, it's just Tuesday. I think we need a palate cleanser. Do we have uh, one? Yeah, let's do this. Uh, I think it sounds good. Nope. I think it sounds really good. At Friday, wrapped in a pancake <laughs> with bacon and cheese, and then syrup. For dipping sauce <laughs> or syrup, as you would say. Syrup. I don't, you know, I'd like to say something controversial and possibly risk my broadcasting career. I'm ready for it if you are. Okay. I don't think I like any sort of a breakfast-themed taco or burrito. 
truth. I want my breakfast food flat on a plate. Mm-hmm. I don't want it wrapped up in a tube. I don't want to have eggs and other things inside of a tube. That's it's funny. Food's funny that way. How it's <laughs> delivered to you matters. We've talked about this with fruit before. You can eat fruit normally, bite a strawberry. You can blend fruit up and you're loving it, right? (laughs) Well, you can eat a hot dog normally, but if I say, let me pour you some of this blended hot dog, (laughs) you all just dry heave right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Food's weird. <laughs> it's true. I don't want my breakfast in a tube. I want it flat. Okay. Flat on a plate. What about a sandwich? It's not tubed. Okay. What about the tube? You're anti-tube. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you that go. was the oh, Donna and Steve. My palate is cleansed. Wow. Hashtag <laughs> so tube talk. Yeah, what's the... It's just something about tube. it. I don't know. Yeah, and again, it's just a breakfast tube. If yeah. it's a normal burrito, a chicken burrito, I'm in. You a breakfast sandwich? I'd love a breakfast sandwich. But if you said egg McMuffin components, and instead of the English muffins, we're going to put a burrito, uh, to wrap it in a tortilla, no, thank you. Hmm. Oh, man, what's wrong with me? Mm. Look at the time. When we come oh, back. Yeah, we oh, yeah, Rocco. Sound your play my exit clock. music. His walk-off music. Uh, that's Rocco Clock, everybody. A slow jam. When we return, we will wrap up this very, I think it's been a fun morning here on the Don and Steve Experience. But it's almost lunchtime, which means it's time for us to find out what the soup of the day is. We call our in-house cafeteria live when we return. I go for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Uh, you know I talk about Crescent Tide because my mom is a uh, client. She's still around, but she has requested that uh, when it is her time that she just wants a simple cremation and then she wants us to go out to dinner and celebrate her and say nice things. Uh, and so uh, she heard an ad I made for Crescent Tide where I said at Crescent Tide things are simple, transparent, and affordable where simple cremations start at just $800 where Lisa and Verlin run a small family family-owned St. Paul business where it's not a stuffy funeral home type situation. That's never been anything my mom's wanted to deal with. And I think so many people today, they don't want that. They want a simple cremation and then they want to be celebrated in a way that's relevant to them. That's what they do at Crescent Tide. It's not just the pre-paying and pre-planning like my mom did. Uh, If you look at their Google reviews, which are pretty perfect, you'll see that they come through for people in that time and they do so in a way that is great. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve. I'm Donna Valentine. Just nursing my way through a cold right now. That's why I sound so gruff and sexy. Thank and you I'm for Steve all the email. Patterson. Hey, Mike! Oh, sorry. Hey. <laughs> Mickey Mouse? Perfect impersonation, Mike. Uh, Stevie boy, Holly Roberts has been hanging out with us all morning long. Oh, so yeah. too has Zamboni. 
This has just been the on-deck circle because he's about to produce the adventures of Bradley and Dawn for three hours. We believe he will see his fiance sometime. I guess normal time. Yeah, normal time. But you okay? But you had to leave her. Thank you for working extra for us today to the two of you on what are already standard busy days for both of you. Oh uh, yeah, fun hanging out. Uh, this has been a fun morning. It is the time that it. You know, I'm a little bummed. Thank you guys for asking. I was. I was trying to schedule a kind of an impromptu haircut. Yeah. Uh, both Barbara 1 and Barbara 2 unavailable. Oh, gosh. And so now I just feel like an idiot. Mm. And so I guess my only thing that can turn my day around at this point, I've already reached the it's soup or bust portion of my day. And so why don't we call the cafeteria, shan't we? Mm. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. See if he does it. Let's see if he picks up. Cheers, Brian. Hey, Brian. Wow. Waiting for the call. That was quick. Yeah, I'm sitting at the desk, you know, finishing up the week here. Oh, yeah. Mm. Don't forget to do your time card. Anyway, (laughs) uh, Donna Valentine is out today. Holly Roberts Uh, joins me. Hey, Brian. Um, I am super hungry, and there's a lot. Of my mood this afternoon is hinging on the soup, and I'd also like to know today's entree. The floor is yours. All right, I got uh, a vegetable egg roll soup. Ooh. Tell me, explain that. So we whip up some egg rolls, fry them, cut them, Ooh. make a little Szechuan um, sweet chili base, and then we just throw the cabbage and everything right in there. Oh my! Let it cook up. That sounds really interesting. Okay, I think I'll come down and get that. How about the entree? The entree is a tostada with beef chili, uh, refried black beans, you know, toppings, and then I did uh, Spanish rice with it. Hypothetically. Yeah. If a listener didn't know what a tostada was, like if they couldn't draw it's one It's like or a big it. chip, oh. and it's at the bottom, a big round chip, and then you just pile stuff on it. Oh. Okay. Kind of like one nacho. Knocking it out of the park on a Friday. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you're all happy is about it? Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Know. All right. Yes. We love you. Don't forget to get a run in this weekend. Uh, I got a couple. Yep. Sounds awful. Yeah, all right. We love the you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. I had to drop that in there. What's the deal with this snow that you guys keep talking about? Um, I haven't read the snow thing yet. And then both of you are acting like you went to some secret meeting and you're like, oh yeah, get it all in this weekend because next week, what the, what's gonna happen? It's a secret email from our five eyewitness news meteorologists. I even got another one from our friend Chris Reese. An updated one. An updated one. You Must- got it this morning. I got it at ten forty a.m. Read the Steve snow portion. Mike. The snow threat. Must watch. Tuesday p.m. through Thursday. Wait, it says must watch before? Yes, all caps. No! Large winter storm across the Midwest likely. How how large? Big. But a big storm. Wednesday. Mostly cloudy and windy with snow likely. Snow could be heavy at times. Same with Thursday. By the way, next Thursday's low is also negative five. So we're getting the snow and the cold. Like we're going back to January. Oh, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Just um, look at that blade of grass, that patch of grass, Steve, in your yard this weekend. Covet it. Take it in. My, photograph it. Yeah, there and there are. Yeah. I have a couple like little like half circles. Yeah. Mike, can you go to my Instagram real quick? Yeah, pop it up. This will feel a bit self-serving. That's but, okay. Your um, name's on the show. Yesterday, yesterday, Ryan Seacrest announced that he's going to be leaving Live with Kelly and Ryan in April, I believe. Yeah. Of this year. Mark Consuelos is coming in. Kelly, Kelly Ripa's husband, of course, of oh, I think some 20 years. Uh, I think it's a really great choice because I, I, I liken it to back in the day. And Mark has filled in and it's always great when he does because you get different kind of stories. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Uh, Joy used to fill in with Regis, uh, Regis's wife, Joy Philbin. And I always thought those were really interesting episodes because you just got a little uh, peek in. So anyway, congrats to Ryan Seacrest. Congrats to Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. It's going to be just, I think, a really fun chapter for them. And Seacrest only planned on doing it for a few years, and then he stuck around for six. So they did a nice passing of the torch this morning. Even though Seacrest is still going to be on for a couple more months, Mark Consuelos was on as a guest, and they had some really kind words that they shared for one another. But as I was like trying to put out a little ode to um, to Kelly and Ryan yesterday, I was thanking them both because they've both always been super genuinely kind to me on camera and off. Anytime I've done work with live with Kelly and Ryan, oh yeah, and you've done a lot of fun stuff with them. So many fun things, yeah. and and I always say, you know, the segments have gone really well, and I've been fortunate in that way. But having been on both sides of that, either hosting the show or being a guest on the show. The hosts are the one. You can put a good segment together, but the hosts are the ones who really put it over the top by staying interested, by laughing at your laugh lines. They can really sell what you're trying to do to the audience at home. So anyway, I put out this post, just a, a random little 90 seconds from, this is from a winter storm we had in April of 2019, but as we're talking about winter coming to crap on all of our dreams. <laughs> um, this is uh, me outside of this building here in the middle of a big April snowstorm. Zamboni, is it popping I'm up for you? Failing here miserably. Oh, no. Okay, here, wait, watch. I'm going to be able to do this. Stand by. Everybody standing by? Standing by. All right, here we go. I'm going to play this right from my phone. Turn my yeah. mic up just a second. It is unpleasant out here. <laughs> how are the people of the how, Midwest? How are they handling can, it? Can, can you tell us how the spirits are of the people? Yes, I can tell you. We are broken. We are angry. We don't like it. This is garbage. It has to stop. This is crappy. Wait, so is there, when is it supposed to end? Is there an end in sight? I guess. I mean, in theory, the sto- it's going to be snowing later today, by the way. If you're looking for like a forecast update, it will be snowing later uh, and then sleep. We might even get some freezing rain. Trifecta. Uh, How are you going to make it through and endure all of this uh, blizzard? Ryan, Tell thank me. you for asking. Tell me. I am protesting on behalf of Minnesota, on behalf of the Midwest. I'm just saying forget about it. Oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. I've set up shop here in front of the lawn at uh, KSTP. And at that point, I said, we have a grill that we already got out there. <laughs> we had burned a, a burger to an absolute hockey puck. But yeah. I was looking at that. And, uh, you know, so we got a snowstorm coming in next week. All right, it's still February. We can take that. Yeah, um, to be expected. The melt tricked us a little bit, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it was a, I thought it was a good example of when you watch them, Kelly and Ryan, in this video, they are, like, leaning in. And when the hosts do that, it takes a good segment and can make it a great segment. And they were always so great. And on camera, off camera, both have just always been so warm 
and kind. So, um, so I'm happy for kind of the next generation for both Seacrest, who's going to go back and do uh, Idol 21st season. Of course, he's got a morning radio show back in L.A. that's syndicated all across the planet, essentially. He's busy. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he's doing the things. And he, uh, he, I think, is ready for a little bit of warmth, too. So, oh uh, so he'll get all that. And then uh, shout out to Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. I think it's going to be a great pairing. And we get that. There's only the chemistry that a husband and wife can have, and we'll get to see it on camera. <laughs> Five days a week. So they're calling it the great social experiment. Uh, So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. This has been a lot of fun to do this morning. Holly Roberts has been in for Donna Valentine. Thank you so much. Ho, Ro. You're welcome. We've got uh, Mike Zamboni, the big Z. He's been hanging out. He will be here for the show that comes on next. It is the adventures of Bradley and Don. That's next.